After Buzzers. Welcome to After Buzz TV. You're watching the after show for The Path on Hulu. This is season one, episode one. It's What the Fire Throws. We're also covering episode two, The Era of the Ladder. So join us and we're going to break down the episode. Give us our thoughts and we're going to share our opinions. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin <laughs> all right <laughs> we're, we're ready to go hey guys welcome to after buzz tv this is the after buzz tv after show for the path on hulu new show you guys this is this is the best song that we could come up with right now <laughs> we we had mira she said this is you know the eye of the tiger we've got the eye in the path so that's what there we're going we go. off with yeah, you guys connection <laughs> all right i'm your host Susanna kim joining me hi i'm zoe hewitt you can find me on twitter and instagram at zoe said what that z-o-e said what and to my left i'm miera jennings you can find me on twitter and instagram at miera jennings Perfect. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Susanna underscore Kim. It's S-U-S-A-N-N-A-H. All right. Getting into a new show on yeah, Hulu. I'm so excited. So yeah. some first thoughts. Let's just say what we thought about the show. What do you think? You know, I'm excited. It's a really good cast. Mm -hmm. And this cast is so well known. They've been in so many things. And it's interesting, too. A lot of them have worked together before on various projects. Yes. Mm -hmm. So that's great. And I feel like that must bring some familiarity. And I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes. There were a couple of parts that just absolutely creeped me out. And right. I was going, don't do it, which I know we'll get to. So I'm excited. All right. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I'm here for Aaron Paul. I love Aaron <laughs> Thank Paul. Thank you. Um, first and foremost. And also, I'm just so, like I was telling you guys before, I'm so into the cult, um, you know, theme of movies and television. So I'm interested to see where the story leads. Yeah, me too. I thought this was, like, really gritty and mm -hmm. dark. The acting is phenomenal. You know, I yeah. love Aaron Paul too. Michelle Monaghan, I love mm -hmm. her from True Detective. They're all really great. Hugh Dancy's amazing at that role for Cal. I thought yes. he was perfect for yeah, that. He's great. So yeah, I think it's really good. We're getting into a great season. I'm really excited. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's go over kind of like what we just basically were thrown into. Right when they open up, we're in a disaster zone pretty much. Mm -hmm. What did you guys think was going on? I don't know. That was <laughs> weird. Like I thought it was some kind of ap apocalyptic like vision right? like what's going on and then you see who we find out to be mary i mm -hmm. believe it is she's like crawling through the stuff yeah. so it was weird but we find out it's a tornado, tornado. aftermath or whatever mm -hmm. well i mentioned to you ladies beforehand and let me know if any of you guys out there caught this but at the very beginning of that first episode <laughs> i noticed they started giving us guest star names for the credits and i kept trying to hit rewind <laughs> Because I couldn't figure out where were the names of the cast, so I was like, I must have missed something. Right, yeah. And it wouldn't rewind, of course, because it was at the beginning. So I'm just wondering, did anyone else notice that? Because starting with the guest star names threw me for a loop completely. So I like had to go back and rewatch that opening part because I was so distracted wondering what had happened to my episode. <laughs> I'm watching the right show, right? I, like, I knew the show was right, but I kept looking like, did Hulu I think they put the main actors in the intro, right? Yeah, yeah that's what in happened. the intro was later, but <laughs> usually you don't get guest star names then right. until after the intro. So yeah. it definitely threw me. I, I don't totally know if that happened that. to anyone else. <laughs> totally <laughs> missed that. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, so we do follow with Mary. Before we before we start, I forgot this. I kind of wanted to do like a quick little disclaimer. Mm -hmm. The Path, this is a show about um, 
easily we can say it's about like a cult, but they keep saying it's a religious movement. Right. Mm-hmm. I actually saw an interview with Aaron Paul and Michelle Monaghan. They're kind of talking about it, and they they instantly say it's it's not a cult. You right. know, it's a religious movement. You know, that they, they really are trying to get away from like that negative connotation of a, a cult. You know, um, I, I just want to say we are going to be expressing our opinions on religion on you know, what we think is right and wrong. We don't want to offend anyone. We would love for you guys to share your opinions as well. Please Mm -hmm. tweet us. Please comment on our video. We want to hear what you think as well. But definitely, if you hear something that might offend you, just know that we're just sharing our opinions, and you're welcome to do the same. Please do. Awesome. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so back to Mary, like you said, is who we opened up on. Mm -hmm. Getting to her, what, what did you guys think of her disposition, her going to the plays? I mean, did you feel like she was she was kind of open to this or maybe she might be a little wary about it what did you think I was willing to go with it but I didn't feel like I was grabbed so much at the beginning I guess because I knew going in you know having seen the trailers for the show which Mm -hmm. we all have like okay it's about this quote-unquote cult because it's you know a fine movement whatever (laughs) and so I kept waiting for that so I think easing into it this way Mm. I was waiting for the crazy I mean honestly I would that's what I wanted to see so I, I felt like I wanted to get there. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think initially uh, Mary is very representative of someone I would think would be the person who's like the epitome of the person who would go into a cult and be kind of sucked into that lifestyle yes. because she's obviously had a rough childhood. I don't know if we're going to get into that in exactly. detail no, later yeah. on. So sorry if I'm skipping ahead. No, but, yeah, we'll talk all about you know, Mary's stuff. a rough life up to this point mm-hmm. and she seems to be on drugs, right? Is she yes. like suffering yeah. with that? And so these are the people that, I don't want to say targeted, but are the people that mm-hmm. they reach out to mm-hmm. to join these groups because those are the people that don't have anyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I thought that was, yeah, that's perfect. She's like, you know, going through a withdrawal, mm-hmm. really, yeah, you know, yeah. and yeah, I thought that this really showed why the, I just want to say cult all the time. I know. I feel like group. it's okay. Let's I just say the group. I know, yeah, yeah whatever. Sorry. Why these people, yeah, why, you know, they would go after it, but I mean, they are targeting, like you said, these, you know, situations where people just don't have anyone else, are struggling, mm-hmm. those are the people that need help, and they're the ones that are, you know, the most pliable, I guess. Mm-hmm. But you know what I also felt that wasn't explained enough? Why did these people get into the vans and go with them out of state? I mean, they went far. Mm, yeah. So I think that stood out to me as a little bit of a plot glitch, I guess. Yeah. And I guess the point is that they are vulnerable, so they agree to go, but I just needed a little more of why are they going? So easily. So easily. Yeah. yeah right. I mean, it's a lot to just say, okay, tornado, bye, let me Yeah, that's leave. crazy. I get that. I think maybe the t-shirts. Mm, right. <laughs> that could have been a selling point, you know? Mm-hmm. In the van with the logo and the t-shirts with logos, you right. know, maybe they're like, okay, these people are legit. Let me go yeah. and get some help. They got their stuff together, you know, obviously. They can order All a shirt, so. A <laughs> I mean, it's true. <laughs> but yeah, that did kind of confuse me in the beginning, too, because yeah. when they all came out in the shirts, I wasn't sure if we were in our regular world, which right. we are, yeah, yeah, I find yeah. out later. But I wasn't sure if maybe this was like a world, like you said, post-apocalyptic, this is like the new regime or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it definitely seemed a little creepy, but... Okay, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely like that Mary's in this, like, vulnerable state. But then we see her approach Cal. Mm-hmm. And she has obviously smitten with him from the first get-go. Mm-hmm. We see her kind of, like, eyeing him on, you know, in the wreckage. And then what did you think of her, I guess, going to him the first time? And, you know, what happened and didn't happen? <laughs> well, 
I have to say, I, I didn't see it that, that she was smitten with him. Okay. I thought it was more that she saw he was the leader and it was the power or going to the top mm. dog, especially because we find out later and presumably everyone has watched the show who's listening or watching now. Mm-hmm. So we find out later that her dad has been selling her to his friends. Right. And so I thought it had to do with finding the leader and going to that person and sort of glomming on. Mm. Like a father figure? Yes. Oh. Her leader. Right. And so I think that's why she went to him. That's a great And point. offered herself as well. I didn't think it was that she liked him specifically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I actually like that they put that part in the plot because I think in general from what I've seen in these cult type situations and stories and I'm referring to like you know Jonestown and things of that nature we often see the leader being the one who initiates these sexual Mm -hmm. encounters Mm -hmm. with the women in the groups so it was interesting to see that she was the one to kind of step up and offer her body to him instead of you know the other way around and him Mm -hmm. saying this is what you know, is necessary to be in the group or this is what we believe, you should do this, it will help you. So it was interesting. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, she, he kind of also, like, the way he was talking to her, he was like, we were meant to meet, you mm-hmm. know? Like, did you think that was a little misleading of him to do that? Do you think she might take that in, like, a, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, maybe she takes it more, you know, personally than he really means to. But yeah. see, I also thought he meant to. I yeah. thought it was part of he realizes his power, and I think he realizes his growing power. Yeah. And that's yeah. also why at the end, I think he takes her. It's because on that. Yeah. And especially then when he mm. takes her and then says to her, but I want you with this other guy. Go right. for him. So oh my God. he's, you know, like a puppeteer and orchestrating right. things. And mm-hmm. so that's how I saw his behavior more. Right. I think, though, he does have a real love and relation, or wants to have a real relationship with Sarah. That part, I feel like, is the true part of him. Mm -hmm. I agree. I'm very interested to see where that leads, because I feel like there might be mutual feelings from Sarah as well. I honestly do. I think she flirts back a little bit, and that might cause a sticky situation in Mm. the future. I really hope not. I, hope not. I know. <laughs> I know. I well, there was that love triangle because she does say she yes. chose her husband mm-hmm. over him. That's, so. I definitely think that's going to yeah. come back, and you know, yeah. I definitely think he's going to drive some sort of wedge between Sarah and Eddie. I don't want it I to, know. but, I, know. but I, I, I agree with yeah. you guys. I totally think so too. Um, all right, and then let me see what else do we have on Mary. Yeah, Mary. Did you guys think when he was when Cal was beating up Mary's father? <sighs> How did you think she was reacting? I thought that was a little bit of a hard read. Was she impressed by his taking charge, or was she also horrified by him? I initially, just right off the bat, I got that she was like, wow, someone's finally going to save me. Mm. That's what I got. But, you know, she could have been scared, or she could have felt like, wow, this man really has power, and I really have no choice now but to go along with what they're doing. I mean, I love the little, like, between the two of them, because I I love when he's like, oh, you know, the ladder's going to help you, you're going to see the light, and in the very beginning, she's like, no, it's not. Yeah, (laughs) and she's like, no. I'm sorry. So I kind of feel like, you know, I'm hoping later, you know, we might see maybe a little resentment from her that, you know, she feels like, oh, I just got sucked into this thing and that's not really who I am. So, you know, maybe she'll, I don't know, find her own truth later and then that causes some issues. Mm, Good point. I don't know. I'm hoping to see that a little, I guess. Um, And then her joining the novices and going out Mm -hmm. to try to reach out to people. Have you guys ever been approached like that? The way her and Sean, I think it was. They're yeah. kind of going out, approaching a sad woman sitting on a bench. Yeah. Have you guys been in that situation? How did you handle uh, it? Not that I can remember, honestly. No, I don't. I haven't been approached, but I remember seeing like the Hare Krishnas 
uh, when I lived in Washington, D.C. when I was younger, really? all over the Capitol. Yeah, so I remember that, but I've never been specifically approached. And I should say, I know that Hare Krishnas are not considered a cult, so anyone yeah. listening who's wondering about right, right, right. right. Disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, being in L.A., I guess, I, I work at a restaurant. It's actually right across from the Scientology Center. Oh, okay. really? Yeah, and they mentioned, I think you mentioned before, you know, how, like, they talked about in the show, like, oh, they kind of wanted to say real quick, it's not the Scientologists. Right, yes. I guess a lot of people were kind of, you know, worried about this touching, you know, right. wrong button, or pressing the wrong buttons or whatever. But anyways, I've definitely been approached by Scientologists. They're, wow. they're actually amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the way they talk to you, they're very good at what they do. Yeah. I mean, they're very, like, influential, and I can mm-hmm. totally see how people would buy into this, mm-hmm. you know? And in the interview that I saw with Aaron Paul, he was even saying, he was like, you know, everything that they're subscribing to, I believe in it. He was like, I subscribe to all the things they're saying. Yeah. Who who wouldn't want to, you know, get rid of their suffering and their pain and all that? Mm-hmm. So I thought that was fascinating. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think that's what they do well, is that they know that psychology. I mean, we saw it when they were going up to the woman on the bench right. and how they were able to draw her in, mm-hmm. talking about something personal and touching on that. So... It doesn't surprise me that they can that that's what they're good at. Right. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I mean, the people that I mean, the people that are leading this with I would say it's Cal, right? right. I think Sarah said that he's leading them while Dr. Steven yeah. Stephen Stephen Meyer, Meyer. Yeah, well, he's supposed to be transcribing the, the last, last rungs right. of the ladder, right? But in reality, he's in Dying. a coma, I guess. I Is he in a coma? Something I don't know. That's he's, what, yeah. Right. That's what it seems like. I mean, did you guys get that until they actually showed him in the coma? Did you guys think that that's what was happening? No. When no, I, I saw the door, I had no idea. Yes, the door, the whole yeah. vision thing for sure. But I definitely yeah. didn't see that coming. That was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And what do you guys think of Cal's, you know, ability to sort of. I guess turn people, you know, like mm-hmm. his, his, the speeches that he gives, they're yeah. so strong. Oh, I mean, yes, right. The, I mean, the what was it? Plato, I think, was the story yeah. that he gave. What did you guys think of that? That whole. I mean, it seemed like they were in a seminar. Mm-hmm. Right? I think that or was their church. Like I think that's what they called the gathering. The gathering. Yeah. Yes, oh, okay, yes, okay, okay. So that was his, like, sort of, like... That was his sermon, Sermon, yeah. yeah. Okay. He is so compelling. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think people like that are so successful at what they do because they know how to... Re- you know, strike someone's heartstrings and really pull them in on, mm-hmm. on a personal level. And just adding on to that, I mean, we see that scene of him in the car where he's I was gonna say, yeah. rehearsing, mm-hmm. you know, for lack of better words, his facial expressions and his connection Loved with people. That. So then I'm like, wow, this guy is really like, is this authentic or is he just trying to put on a front to get more mm-hmm. people and to have more power? I loved that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's going to be huge going forward. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I feel like that really gives us the question then mm-hmm. of how much does he want power? Right. Because I feel like there's a big power pull already. Yeah. For sure. And we yeah. totally see that in the second episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, so talking about that, I mean, he goes to meet with this guy who is, I guess, the he runs a hedge fund. Mm-hmm. I'm not totally sure what that even means, but he's a rich guy. <laughs> yeah, he's rich got a guy gorgeous house, right? <laughs> he has his wife, and they're wanting to help their son, mm-hmm. who I guess has a drug addiction. Mm-hmm. addiction. Um, and they want his help. And he goes to this guy's house. He's totally offended that this guy, you know, isn't subscribing to... Mm-hmm the cult their religious movement that he's embarrassed um, by it exactly yeah. exactly uh, so where do you guys think that's gonna go what kind of problems or issues do you think that'll cause I think he's already shown that he's in control of that situation yeah. as we saw at the end of the mm-hmm. episode when you know they're pulling the son out of the house and he's basically telling him laying down the law like listen this is what's going to happen you're going to go out there you're going to tell people that we saved your son i don't want your money but you're going to move that painting to you know 
right above the piano and you're going to show people that you really invested in this personally. So I think he's he's really going to start throwing his weight around and showing people what Love he it. can do. So you don't think they're going to be a problem? They're just going to be more of like <sighs> an example maybe? They could be a problem in the future, but mm. as of now, they're his pawns. Mm. <laughs> For sure. So I thought they were just sort of guest star in and out. Mm-hmm. I didn't think we would see them again, but mm-hmm. it was interesting because... It showed us the divergence now between mm-hmm. Sarah's beliefs and his because Sarah told him you just have to go with it and realize that curing their son, I guess, or healing him is what's going to change their mind. And right. now he, flat out, not interested. He wants what he wants mm-hmm. and he wants that eye prominently displayed. Right. So big difference in the yeah. belief system. And that's true. I mean, getting into that, like, the difference between what he thinks is right and what he thinks, oh, this is what Stephen would want, Mm -hmm. is so different from what she believes. And she was born into this. I mean, I think, did they mention if he was born into it as well? He wasn't. He came in when he was five. five. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, So, I mean, it's, it's interesting to see that, like, you know, she thinks, you know, one thing's the right way. And he sort of wants to start doing his own thing. Mm -hmm. Right. Do you guys think he might sort of try to take on this cult as his own? Yeah, I think, I think right now we're definitely seeing that his primary focus is not necessarily the message of Meyerism, mm-hmm. but rather it's spreading the word and showing people what he can do with it. Mm-hmm. Like we saw, you know, he was interested in doing the interview with a reporter, mm-hmm. whereas Sarah was like, no, maybe we shouldn't do this. Right. You know, it's not about how loud we can speak or how, you know, far we can reach our message, but it's about helping people that come to us. And he has a different idea about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Absolutely. And he ends up proving that that's kind of effective, mm-hmm. right? Because yeah. he ends up actually doing the interview. He goes on talks about, you know, finding the light and the path, and it seems like people are people buying into are it. buying I it. mean, the reporter did. <laughs> right? She said, sign me up. So, yeah. he's yeah. a powerful motivational speaker, and I think. <laughs> yeah. And really, isn't that what so many of these, not even just cult leaders, but really, like, religious leaders yeah, in that's, general, that's any all. leader, like, mm-hmm. that's what it is. It's that passionate speaking ability. So, mm-hmm. he has it. Yeah, I, I totally think so, too. And I mean, so going with his I guess, like, butting heads with Sarah. Where do you think Sarah's going to lie in this? Do you think she'll end up following Cal's way and, you know, maybe seeing, like, oh, he's having an effect. Maybe this is the right way to go. Mm-hmm. Or do you think she might also end up transgressing because she sees, you know, Eddie's her window. She wants to see the world the way he sees it. What do you guys think mm-hmm. about that? Which way do you think she'll go? That's a tough one. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I think she's sticking in the religion. That's my prediction. Okay. That she'll stay. I think that Cal might change it and warp it a little bit from mm-hmm. what she's known. I don't know that Eddie is necessarily gone from it for good. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think he is 100% out. Yeah. But I think that she will stay the course. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, can't, I can't make a prediction yet because I'm so you know, conflicted on whether or not Sarah is really completely dedicated to Eddie or if she still has this, you know, feeling for Cal. And I think that might influence her decision in the long run when it comes to the religion and whether or not she wants to stay in it, if she ever finds out that Eddie, you know, is having his doubts or if she wants to question it as well, if Cal changes things. So I I really don't know yet. Right. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. I mean, I thought it was interesting that she... It kind of seems like, in a way, she would instantly choose her religion Mm -hmm. over Eddie. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I mean, she loves him and everything, but her religion is first, for Mm -hmm. sure. Because in the beginning, when she kind of thinks that he might be cheating on her, she's like, 
no, you know, we have to get back to the path. Right. It wasn't even about her being hurt that, she, yeah. you know, that he cheated on her. It wasn't That's anything like that at all. Point, yeah. It was about, he, you know, him diverting from the path. Mm-hmm. Right. And I thought that was so fascinating. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think of that? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, she wanted him, right? She wanted to go to that counseling and that like creepy counseling, right? And were you guys struck by that? It was called an infidelity rehab program. Yes, IRP. Yeah. And were you struck by when her father (laughs) mentioned, oh, I've been talking to your counselor? Your mother and I have been talking to your counselor. And it's like, why are they in it? Yeah. (laughs) Right. There were a couple moments in this show, in these first two episodes, that just genuinely, I guess, gave me that ick feel and Mm -hmm. creeped me out that was one of them like why is he talking to the counselor i know that's very weird we see right off the bat that there's a very strong family Mm -hmm. base in all of this yes and i i mean they're sharing you know when um what is eddie's and sarah's son's name i keep forgetting when he's sharing you know about his new friend or whatever Mm -hmm. from school at the table and right off the bat you know all of the the community members are sitting there eating and they're trying to tell him, no, you can't go talk to her. And mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting because you see how much of an influence all of these people have on each other's decisions at the end of the day. And I have a question actually for you guys. Speaking of that, when mm. you saw his friend from school open the mailbox and find that other um, right. more mm-hmm. late mortgage payment, did you get the impression she was taking those letters and her mom never even saw them? I felt like something weird was going I on. I don't know what to read from that scene. I, she had a weird look when she opened the mailbox, but I, I didn't really go any further with it. I don't know. That whole storyline for me was a little <laughs> odd. Right, Because yeah. I feel like, I mean, first of all, why do you need to go to her house? I mean, that, that shoebox is clearly mobile, right? <laughs> you you, you, you right. couldn't take those bills to school or what? I'm not sure what's happening there. Because I thought, like, when she was like, you have to come see what's happening, I thought it would be, like, yes, a home situation. Yes, yes, some yes. sort of action you need to watch. So I felt like I was a little disappointed yeah. when I was like, let me pull out this box for you to look at. So I was kind of like, all right. So that didn't totally sell me. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's know. a good point. I, yeah. I don't know what I was expecting either, but not that. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, you know, Hawk will also end up maybe not transgressing, but definitely exploring, mm-hmm. you know, his different options now that he's kind of in the position where he can. Uh-huh. But I don't think that's what he wanted from the get-go, right? right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, let's see. He's trying, he's he's there at their hawk mm-hmm. at the dinner party, and he tries the meat. Yeah, What did you guys steak. think oh, of yeah. that? I, I thought that was kind of like a awkward scene. Yes. What did you think? I don't know. I would think that he would have said no mm-hmm. because it's his first time mm-hmm. going somewhere like that uh-huh. by himself, and especially because so many of the members were against him going, and really his dad was the only one who supported it. Yeah. So I think he would be scared more than anything, but it was nice to see that he is brave enough to try that, and I know that's going to come into play later on. I mean, we see him talking to his dad after he gets into the fight at school about, you know, what happened? You used to want me to leave school and Mm -hmm. immediately go take my vows and now you want me to stay you know obviously he's he's catching a drift that something might not be right right and so i think he's going to explore that and might you know come up with his own questions later on Mm -hmm. so i i really want to see that and what did you guys think of when he when he went home Mm -hmm. and he wanted to talk to his mom about what had happened and he ended up not doing that because he overheard them, you know, boom, boom, yeah. boom. What did you guys think of that? What did you think his thought process was there? I wasn't totally sure why he made that decision. Any thoughts I, why, you know? You know, with the throwing up that came next, uh-huh. 
I actually thought, is it because of the meat? Because people have been vegetarian for a long time. Mm. You can't just suddenly mm. eat meat. Okay. Or was it because of what had happened? Because That's I thought that, didn't even consider I didn't that. Well, I thought the eating the meat scene showed that the rest of the family had been right, that he shouldn't have gone alone because the peer pressure got to him. Right. Mm. And I think that's why also a lot of these times with religions that go out and like to convert, Mm -hmm. they send them in pairs because they know that if you have someone else supporting you, you're going to be less likely to give up or stray from the path or, you know, anything like that. And so I thought that that scene was showing us, okay, here were the, the girl from school and her mom and their there are two of them able to sort of gang up on him, but I don't think it was quite as mean as ganging up. But Mm -hmm. I wondered if the vomiting had to do with all of that together. Mm, That's a good point. I didn't think about that. I totally didn't think of that. (laughs) Well, that's good. We all get to think of things in different ways, (laughs) and that's why we talk about them. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, I definitely didn't think of the meat. I thought, you know, it made him sick to his stomach, but I thought it was kind of a weird reaction to not want to talk about helping this girl now because of that, you know? Mm -hmm. Or because, you know, he saw an awkward situation. Even after that, his you know, um, not relationship, but yeah, the tension with his dad was just, you know, so weird to me, Mm -hmm. I thought. And that scene at home, yeah, it was definitely, I feel like, one of the creepiest, strangest scenes of both episodes. Yeah, Mm. because the, and he's asking sort of strange personal questions that Mm -hmm. he explains as, well, we, you know, talk about unburdening ourselves, right? But it just made for, yeah, some awkward, uncomfortable watching. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that you bring that up because I love that they, keep bringing in those little like rules or things that they're taught you know or like the IRP and all like the little like symbols and things that they use I think that's great I think that's you know very much makes it seem like a relatable not relatable but like tangible I was reading an article on Variety actually and they were talking about how they essentially made up a Bible. Yes. 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 Yeah. Isn't that awesome? It's fascinating. So they have all of their, you know, their beliefs and their terms mm-hmm. and all of that. So that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then, I mean, Hawk eventually goes back to school and then he gets beat up. <laughs> Do you think that's going to be like an ongoing thing for him? Or is that now a reason for him to get out of school? I think I, he's going to leave. Yeah. I think unless the girl can change his mind somehow and i'm curious to see whether the girl will be interested in the myerism or if she will you know or if she will stray him away from that Mm -hmm. so it could go either way right now i'm thinking um he might just go ahead and want to you know leave school and take his vows or whatever Mm. he's saying when he's 16 yeah well you know it I couldn't help but think of Big Love through so much of this. And mm-hmm. I loved that show about the polygamists, of course. And mm-hmm. interestingly, so many of the actors on this show were on Big Love. Mm-hmm. And there was really? a storyline in Big Love with the son who um, who had a girlfriend, same thing. And try, he was the struggle of he wanted to sleep with her, but he knew his religion said he shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And um, incidentally, the actress who plays Allison on this show played his girlfriend in oh. Big Love. So, <laughs> yes, so, it's, it's, we're, so my point is that it, I kept thinking of Big Love and that storyline and wondering, okay, now huh. we've got the religious boy. He's starting mm-hmm. to question, possibly question because of the girl. Is the girl going to mm-hmm. pull him away? So mm-hmm. I wondered, yeah, same thing. How much of that will that affect his relationship? Yeah, hmm. that's a good point. Interesting. I mean, okay. I mean, well, thinking of how that affects relationships, what do you think is going to happen with Eddie now going forward? This is the meat of our show, pretty much. Mm-hmm. It seems like he went on a trip to Peru, mm-hmm. um, and he. I, it, this says seemed seemed like they're making it like this was like a level in the 
I don't know what you call that. I think it's progress. Step in the ladder, yeah. the ladder, I think ladder, so. exactly. Yeah. Anything is like L six six R. Six R. Yeah. yeah. And I like how when um, Cal's later talking, he's like, "Oh, you know, even though you're not an eight R, yeah. I still want to hear your thoughts." I'm like, "Okay, get off your eight R ladder right there, sir." Man. Um, but okay, yeah. So it seems like Eddie came back from Peru, um, and while he was there, he had a. It said shaman ayahuasca retreat Mm -hmm. right and so he had some sort of like religious or not religious but (laughs) drug-induced yeah right (laughs) they're very similar (laughs) the drug-induced um experience um Mm -hmm. where we kind of mentioned it before he sees his his brother who we find out i guess committed suicide when Mm -hmm. he was younger um and he sees his brother and has his brother basically is leading him to is to the truth Mm -hmm. is what he's thinking um so, I mean, what do you guys think is going to happen there? Do you think he will continue to seek out the truth or is now therapy his way to go? Yeah, I think I think he's now looking deeper into, uh, I have to check on names. What is Allison? The, Allison. Allison and her mm-hmm. husband's story mm-hmm. and, um, you know, what really happened to him in Peru because we find out that, you know, it's reported that he killed himself. But she's saying that he was murdered because he was questioning he was transgressing or whatever it's called so i think once he starts finding out more truth behind that story he's going to you know realize these people are not as good as they appear to be and maybe i should get out when i can but again he's struggling between his own truth and having to leave his family if he does follow that path Mm -hmm. and that's always hard i mean i i don't even know what i would do in that situation what would you do? Right. You know, would, you, yeah. would you stay right. with your family or would you sacrifice all of that to be free from something you truly don't believe in anymore? And this is what we see also time and time again with especially I think of like the polygamist culture mm-hmm. and we get these but I just recently read a book called The Sound of Gravel about a woman who escaped from it. So there are so many of these stories. So right, mm-hmm. it's that same what do you give up? And know. fascinating. It is. And I feel like right now he's clearly choosing family because mm-hmm. he agreed to this like inpatient rehab for 14 days mm-hmm. which he clearly was loath to go to. Oh my to. gosh, that scene was yes. phenomenal. That was amazing. So good. I mean, he he was obviously in pain, and it just felt like you were with him, like, going through it. And the way they also, like, edited it was beautifully Mm -hmm. done, because it was just, it was, yeah, it was way too much to handle Mm -hmm. for anyone. And that circular, how they shot it in a circle and continued Very beautifully done. Yeah, There There were a couple scenes that were... Yeah, well, it just reminds me of... You know, things like old, back in the old times and certain psychological practices and like, you know, trying to rewire someone's brain if they're Mm -hmm. straying from the path. It's just so interesting to me that people still participate in things like this. And, you know, it's just my opinion. I don't know if I could ever do something like that to stay with my family if I truly don't believe in it. But we see that they're his number one priority right now. So. Right. I mean, he's got to do what he's got to do. It's interesting that you bring that up. I I like that they're, I mean, not that this has never been an issue before, but very much right now we're seeing such huge generation gaps, Mm -hmm. you know, between, you know, parents and their kids who, for instance, myself, you know, where I was raised Catholic and. Me too. And now I'm kind of like, oh. yeah, I, I just, <laughs> you know, say it's just like it's cool. Now. Exactly. <laughs> so I mean, it's you know, I, I definitely think we're seeing a lot of this, and it's like you said, what do you do? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Do you go with your family who you've grown up with, and this is what they think is right, or do you disappoint them? Or you know what I mean? Like, or do you you know stand up for what you believe in? So I think this is where we're getting like all the touchy issues. For sure. and, yeah. yeah, I mean, 
have you ever been in such situations or is there anything that you can relate to? <laughs> I have not been in a situation like this by any means. But like I said, I love those books about polygamy. <laughs> <laughs> and every time someone escapes, I read the next bestseller. So, <laughs> so I'm very well reversed on right. people who have escaped polygamy. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I definitely haven't looked into polygamy as much, but I think I will now. <laughs> it pretty or, sounds, sounds um, pretty fascinating. Amish. Um, yeah, that's a similar situation where the Amish people have their own communities and, you know, the teens, I believe, and sorry if I'm wrong, please correct me, but they get a chance to go out and experience the right. real world mm-hmm. and then they have a chance to decide whether they yeah. go back or not. Right. It's always a tough decision. I haven't been faced with it, but. Right. Yeah. I mean, luckily for us, you know, we're able to kind of, you know, just make our decisions yeah. and do the best we can. But it, it's interesting to see that with this cult it seems like what allison is saying is that when people leave they might end up being killed mm-hmm. is that what you guys think is happening if what she's saying is true then for sure i mean we see the people were waiting for her at her grandparents home yeah, so i creepy. don't know if they're really violent i mean we see that cow is violent so yes they are clearly but uh that'll be a really interesting twist if people find out about mm-hmm. that and I think this is echoing Scientology here because there's this story about the current leader of Scientology mm. whose wife mm. sort of disappeared, disappeared and yes. hasn't been heard from <sighs> at all. And what's interesting, you know, you, you, Suzanne, you mentioned it really yeah. briefly yeah. at the beginning, that because Scientology tends to have deep pockets and mm-hmm. sue a lot, they made sure in this show there's even a line about how they're not Scientologists. <laughs> yes, so they're they doing nice their and best. Clear. Right. Yeah. As much as it seems like Scientology to anyone else, they're doing their best to differentiate right. between the two. Yeah, definitely. And bringing that up, I mean, the people that were saying that was, I guess, there's now a detective that's working on this. Mm, yes. Abe, Abe Gaines, he's working on this um, this case where pretty much he realized that a group of people came in and sort of rescued the people that were in Ringe. Ringe? Is that what they called it? The town? The trailer park town? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it was in New Hampshire. Yeah. Um, but saying that they got there before FEMA. Right. I mean, what did you guys think of him? Do you do you like where he's going with this? Do you think he can take this on? Yeah, I think he's definitely going to start bringing things to light and he'll become a target for sure if mm. they catch wind of it. But um, it was a nice little addition to the story. I'm interested to see how it contributes. But mm-hmm. right now it was kind of small. But I know mm-hmm. it'll get bigger. Right. Yeah. I mean, I like to see that he's kind of on the outside of this, you mm-hmm. know, to have like an outside perspective. Right. Like, okay. So there is, you know, this is our real regular world, you know, mm-hmm. that we're dealing with. I kind of think maybe he might, it seemed like maybe in a preview or something, he's start, starting to look into Mary's father. Okay. Oh, Did yeah, you guys see that uh, at all? Yeah. What happened to him? Exactly. Yeah. By right. the way, is Colt Watch a real thing? I don't know. I don't because know. Because he said, yes. right. you he's know, like, the refugees cult watch. Yeah. watch. So I'm wondering if that's a real thing. My guess is it is a real thing. I felt like it was a little too soon to introduce the police detectives. I think it's realistic. And mm-hmm. yeah, the cult watch. I love that term. <laughs> but I felt like maybe another episode down the line where we yeah. see them starting to grow more. I just felt like they were thrown in there a little hastily. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I can definitely see his character like going through and kind of getting into the nitty gritty of it mm-hmm. but yeah I sort of agree with you that maybe it was a little early for the second episode for him to come in mm-hmm. um, alright I mean what else did we not cover I don't there know. was a lot but I think we there's so we much in this, to it yeah, for two so episodes alright I mean I know we kind of talked about a lot of predictions already because this is our first episode but maybe if we have some more predictions to go over sure your after buzz TV prediction <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say that um, 
Hawk's friend from school mm-hmm. will play a role in his decision on whether or not to continue with Meyerism or not. So it's a general one, but we're early. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. It's so early. It's hard to be like, oh, this specific yeah. is going to happen. But yeah. I feel like I've thrown out so many predictions. <laughs> I know, yeah, like, I right, left, and center. I'm like, what else is there? <laughs> but I think my overall theme of the show predictions are that Cal will gain power. I think that Sarah will have to decide if she likes the direction mm-hmm. he's going. But I also think he's going to... My big prediction, I guess, is that he will stop focusing on Sarah as his big love, and his big love will now be Meyerism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I, I totally agree with that. I think he's going after the power. I kind of think that Eddie, like I said before, Eddie might transgress a little mm-hmm. more, and that, I'm, I don't know why I'm hoping for it, but I kind of want him to bring Sarah with him, mm-hmm. and maybe bring his family with him, and, you know, get them out, get them out of there, yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of what I'm hoping yeah. for. <laughs> and speaking of transgression, we didn't talk about this at all, how he lied about the woman that he oh had gosh, the affair yeah. with, and then oh, they yeah, took her. Did not, yes. That's crazy. Creepy. Yes. They just took her, snatched her. So yeah, I'm sure we'll see more so about that quick, next week. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, for, like at first, I was like, "Wait, who was that?" You know, I had to go back and watch, skip back and watch it. Uh, I didn't. I forgot mm-hmm. her name. Minka Kelly is Frank. the actress. Yes, yeah, okay, Minka Kelly. Yeah, that was so subtle and really quick. But yeah, I can't wait to see so where that goes. Yeah. Ugh, creepy, so creepy. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us on our very first episode, our very first after show for The Path on Hulu. Thank you so much. Once again, I'm Susanna Kim. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. It's at Susanna underscore Kim, S-U-S-A-N-N-A-H. Tell us where they can find you guys. You can find me at Zoe Hewitt. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zoe Said What. That Z-O-E Said What. You can also find me on YouTube at Zoe Hewitt Hosting, where I do a weekly movie analysis show. Awesome. And I'm Miera Jennings. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miera Jennings and YouTube.com slash Miera Jennings TV. Awesome. If you guys enjoyed the show, please take a second to like our video, follow us, and we'll (laughs) see you guys next week. Thank you. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. <laughs> Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.